my gosh. The music just turns me on. start off by saying uh welcome to lead the way podcast i'm your host spiffy cool kid and wow man we are here episode one the first official episode of lead the wave so this is you know history in the making so i just want to welcome you guys um we are out here podcasting so i hope you guys enjoyed the show and what i have in store for you guys today um just want to give you a format of what's to come um, and how the episodes are going to be. So every episode, we're going to address a topic that some or all of us may be dealing with in some kind of way. And then after that part, when I drop the knowledge on y'all, you know, we're going to go into the question time where, you know, you, the listeners, you're going to submit questions, you know, um, that you may have on the topic. Now, I am going to announce the topic for the week ahead of time so you guys can have time to submit those questions. Uh, or if you need advice on something, I can do that on that episode. And then I'm going to wrap up and leave you guys with an uh, inspirational quote. And at the end, I hope that you feel that I covered the topic greatly and you can use something as a takeaway to um, apply it into your life and learn a new perspective. Um, also, I love that you guys DM'd me on Instagram and Facebook about what topics you want me to talk about. I feel that's very important because um, I want to keep this show fresh and relatable. So please, please, please keep doing that. Please reaching out. Um, for your questions, you can email leadthewavefan at gmail um, or you can DM me on Instagram and Facebook and I will respond. So every episode, since we're called Lead the Wave, we're going to have a wave on something. So today's episode topic is about the wave on mindset. And we're trying to figure out, you know, where your head at, you know, it's the beginning of the year. This is a perfect time to talk about our mental state, our mind frame, like where we are, what we're worried about, our concerns. And I feel like, you know, a lot of people these days are so consumed with things that have nothing to do with them. Just caught up in so much of everybody else's drama stories. And at the end of the day, like, you know, if they don't ask you for your opinion, that's the most important part. If we don't ask you for your opinion, then it's not needed. And I feel like some people, I just feel like it's just their business. And, you know, and I feel like instead we should be working on ourselves, our goals and our feelings, and, you know, crafting ourselves to make us better people in this world. You know, addressing those issues about ourselves. So, of course, when you get stuck in that mode of carrying news that's not yours, you know, shit can get out of control and, you know, out of hand. And we need to we need to address that because, you know, it's just not cool. So we're going to talk about dealing with that. And let's get started with the show. Now, let's get into some things. Now, today's wave is on mindset. Focusing on others versus focusing on yourself. So before we discuss the topic, we need to figure out what is a mindset. Now, a mindset is a set of beliefs that affect how you think, feel, and behave. Now, before we get into the topic, I do have to explain something. I am a realist, okay? And what that means is that I see the world, you know, as it is, and I have the natural capacity 
to view all sides of an issue from an objective stance. Not pessimistic, not optimistic, but objective. And what does that mean that when I say I'm objective, that means that I'm not influenced by personal feelings or opinions and considering some shit. So I feel like a lot of people may have some views where they're pessimistic, they're very closed-minded on some things, and be like, no, no, no. And then you have some people that are optimistic about everything, and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm neither of those. I am going to take out all of the feelings, and I'm going to look at the facts that are in front of me, and that's how I'm going to gauge what's about to go down. Now, being a realist, we are hoping for the best outcome, but, you know, we have considered all other options. And, of course, we don't want things to go wrong, but that's always a possibility, and that's just how realists think. So we have always have a backup plan, and we are prepared as possible if the best outcome doesn't always work out. Now, being a realist, that also means that I approach every situation, and I speak to everyone with wisdom. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to be brutal in how I interact with you. But we also understand that, you know, people have feelings. So we are careful about how we give our truth out. And sometimes, you know, we try, you know, not to be hurtful because we know people have feelings. Now, even if we know the truth is really, you know, dirty, you know, we do so with care and concern for how the other person may respond, you know, to what we have to say. So being a realist, therefore, you know, people know they can come to me for the honest truth. You know, my friends know that because they know they can come for me for care, for comfort and support, you know, during those rough times. You know, I have that compassionate for them, that compassion for them. Another thing about realists is that, you know, we avoid drama at all costs. Period! And, you know, and that's because drama you know, consists of people being irrational. You know, they're always being on that pessimistic or, you know, optimistic, those extremes. So, you know, that irritates, you know, the fuck out of us. So we, you know, don't like the drama. Now, on the flip side of that, you know, if, you know, my friends are in some kind of drama, you know, triangle, you know, they're going to call me if they need a mediator because they know that, you know, I'm guaranteed to look at it both sides and, you know, help them settle that difference. You know, whether you're my friend or not, you know, we're going to look at the facts and be like, look, you was wrong in the situation, you know, like, and you're going to have to face that. So we're very, you know, easygoing people. You know, if you know me, I'm very easygoing. And, you know, I understand that, you know, sometimes shit happens and, you know, we got to keep rolling with the punches. So... For example, you know, if you tell me that you're about to start a long distance relationship, a pessimistic person would already tell you, you know, they ain't going to work. Y'all too far away. This is just not going to work. You know, just making up everything, you know, that's not working. Already shutting it down. Now, an optimistic person is going to tell you, oh, my God, that's so great. Oh, my God, this is the best relationship is going to work out. Just, you know, being very hopeful with not even recognizing what's going on. No facts. Just saying Yes. A realist, if you was to tell me that you signed a long-distance relationship, I'd be like, oh, okay. Now, you know, a long-distance relationship requires, you know, a lot of communication. You know, are you ready to, you know, address that and, you know, make that your priorities and stuff? Or, you know, how are you going to set about, how are you going to go about going to see this person, you know? So those are things that we consider. Now, that's not being pessimistic or optimistic, but what I just did, you know, was state the facts. Like, you know, this shit might not work out. So, you know, we need to consider, you know... How are we going to handle this? So I just want to give you guys a background on, you know, what kind of views I have so um, you can know where I'm coming from. So let's talk about focusing on others and how people focus on other people. 
Now, since I was little, people would always say, you know, stay out of grown folks' business, get from the table, you know, people playing spades or whatever. And, you know, FYI, I hate people playing spades. Like, I don't know, why are people so emotionally invested in spades? Like, this shit has to be something deeper than jokers and deuces and goddamn aces. Like, they, like, the slapping on the table, trash talking, like, I don't get it. Like, you know, Uno, you know... Stab me in my back, you know, with a good run of draw twos, you know, and I ain't see it coming, you know. That'll fuck me up. But, I mean, y'all be taking that shit, like, to the... I don't know. So, I just... I don't do drama. So, that's probably why I don't play space. But, and then, uh, you know, another thing that they were saying, like, you know, the side of people business, don't be dipping in the Kool-Aid if you don't know the flavor. Like, who the fuck... <laughs> who the fuck came up with that? Like, why were we saying that when we were little? Like, I don't know, but... Those are like, you know, uh, and then you just come to find out that this whole time that grown folks business was just the gossip and people talking about each other. So you can look at it in your own life, you know, you can go back to your family and friends and, you know, even further, like, you know, social media, like, you know, it's just not get it. Social media is entertainment, but, you know, some people are just too invested in it where it's like, look, you still have a life yourself and you do know that you know you are one mere comment under a section under a post that is not being recognized but for some reason you know we're just invested so you know some it's you just always you know people will come at you and they'll just be like you know you be minding your business you heard about so-and-so pregnant or you know thing and uh you know jaquisha and, and mark is talking now or you know you know daquan got locked up or, you know, Keisha lost her job. Or, you know, just people gossiping. So it's like, mind your damn business. Like, mind your damn motherfucking business, bitch. And, you know, I'm like, now I'm not saying that, you know, people not going to gossip, you know, because people are wired however they're going to be. And people going to do what they want to do at the end of the day. Like, we can't control anybody. Oh, I'm going to do that anyway. I'm going to do that anyway because that's how I am. But my thing is, if this is every conversation when I see you, that's annoying as fuck, and that's a problem. So, am I, and I'm asking myself questions like, why do you have so much time to talk about other people? And why is this important to you? And are you getting paid for this? Like, if not, run me some of that money, because shit, I'll stop minding people's business if, if I'm going to benefit from it. But, you know, and then it's like, what can I do with this news? You are giving me news I cannot use. So, at some point, the conversations that you have, you know, with people should be about whoever is in dialogue. Because if not, those people are seeing that they are allowed to, you know, have that space with you. And, you know, misery loves company. So, they're going to keep feeding that to you because, you know, you're going to be that good ear listening. And... You know, let me drop a, a dime on y'all right quick. You know, you have to be responsible for shifting the conversation that you have with people. And it's, it's no no exception. This is like critical. You have to be intentional. Because when you start to do that, you know, people will come at you differently and they'll see how they can approach you. So, and you know, just like how I said, you know, some people are wired, you know, just that way. They have their own ways. And, you know, some people just don't mind their business because maybe they have nothing better else to do. 
or maybe they are afraid, you know, to deal with their own shadows and their own darkness. So they would rather try to correct and fix everybody else than, you know, to take a good look in the mirror. Because half of the times, you know, when people are talking about other people and, you know, worrying about what they're doing, when it's you in that same heat, then what? Like we and now it's like, oh, I wouldn't do this, but then you didn't have some shit about you where you was like people looking at you the same way. So no, we we shouldn't have any time to judge. And you know, some people, a lot of people, gossip in mind other people's business because they don't have a purpose. And that's the other side of this topic today. When you focus on yourself, you know, you need to find out what your purpose is. And we're gonna talk about how to go about finding your purpose because some people just don't know how to find their purpose. And, you know, some people just thrive off of drama. Here's somebody, you know, a good example. Tommy Pickles off of the Rugrats. Good child now, but this nigga could not mind his business, yo. Like, he always thought he heard some shit in the crib. Like, you just a baby. Now, imagine, like, you know, look at how much shit he got Chucky and, and Dylan and Phil and Lil and just because he thought he heard his mama or Angelica or somebody else, you know, saying some shit that wasn't even true. And now they all trying to get out the crib and start this adventure. You have to be the same. Like his only job was to sit in that damn crib and play with his friends. So we have to be intentional about the same people that, you know, we let into our lives and the conversations that we have. And if you do find that, you know, you're one of those people that are always talking about people are minding someone else's business, you know, you should find some kind of, uh, you know, mindset to say, you know, I need to have some kind of self-awareness, you know, and I should say, you know, how can I change this mindset? How can I, what can I do to make me a better person, you know? Because I'm worrying about everybody else's decisions and the things that they're doing when I need to be worrying about what I'm doing. Now, when somebody else comes at you, and your business is all like, mind your business, you know, we can all do that, but we have to use that same, we got to keep that same energy. All right, so now we're going to get into focusing on yourself. Now, some of us are close to where we want to be in life, and some of us aren't. Either way, there's always room for self-improvement. Now, when we focus on ourselves, you know, this may be a lot for, you know, someone who is always focusing on others. Um, and that's because it's, it's very tough for a lot of people to actually just look in the mirror and pinpoint different things and accept, you know, their ways about themselves. So a lot of people, you know, to get them to actually, you know, focus on themselves is going to be a lot because, you know, a lot of people just like being comfortable and, you know, comfortable where they are and they don't like change. So people, you know, just like to take the easy, you know, the easy way out. And, you know, it takes a lot of gut and, you know, and nerve, you know, to see how much you can grow, change, and transform for the purpose of, you know, your best self so that you can serve, you know, the life that you had that God planned for you. And, you know, actually it may take more than guts and nerves. You know, it takes courage, perseverance, and ability to get back up and try, you know, after we've been knocked down so much. And I think that when we look at other people's, you know, failures and, and lives and things, we can judge so easily. But I think a big topic that I may have to do a, a episode on is, you know, how do you respond to failure? Like, ask yourself that, you know, right now, like, you know, how do you respond to failure? Does it turn you all the way off or can you bounce back from it? And I think that's a lot of, you know, that's a big issue that a lot of people don't like to face. Now, 
no one likes to fail. I get it. You know, failure is 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 not a good feeling. You know, we all have failed at something at once upon a time in my life. So, um, I guess it's about you know how do you respond to it. But you know, you have to accept you know as you get older that it is a part of life. Now. When you focus on yourself, you know, that's when life can truly blossom for you. You know, good things will start happening. The blessings will come, you know, falling down. Oh, okay. We ain't going to take you out of church. But, you know, that's just the best thing that you can do for yourself. And, you know, when you start to, you know, intentionally shift your conversation that you have with people, you know, people will come at you differently and they will know what they can, you know, talk with you about. You know, they know that, you know, some shit ain't about to fly and they're not about to talk to you about certain stuff. And that's because you have to condition people, you know, about the conversations that they're going to have with you. So there are so many things that you can do to block those kind of people out. You know, if you know somebody about to start talking about something that has nothing to do with you. Just be like, look, my perfect response to everything Look, I'm minding my business. I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't know. Or somebody asks you about something, I don't know. Mm. I ain't heard it. If I ain't heard it from the horse's mouth, I ain't heard it. And, you know, a lot of people just feel like it's their place to carry a lot of stuff. So, those are some things that you can do, but be very intentional, you know. And as you start to focus on yourself, you're going to develop a growth mindset. And you're going to cultivate a lot of self-awareness. And, you know... As you go past and you look at your life, you know, people's business will not even be a topic of discussion, you know, in your life. Because what's going to happen is when you need to find out something, the people that need to know will know. And if you need them to know something, then you would express that. Because otherwise, if you don't know, then it ain't your business and you didn't need to know. So if somebody else find out something about somebody else and they didn't tell you yet, that is perfectly fine. Because that means that you didn't need to know. So... Continue to mind your business. Now, having self-awareness just means that, you know, you have a sharp realization of your personality, including your strengths and your weaknesses, your thoughts and your beliefs and your emotions and your motivations. Now, self-awareness, that is the takeaway from today's episode. You know, it's the first, it's a vital first step in taking control of your life, creating what you want and mastering your future. So if you want to start looking down the road of discovering your purpose, then start to build some self-awareness. You know, choose where you focus your energy, your emotions, your personality, and your reactions. You know, that will tell you where you will end up in life. And when you become self-aware, you can see where your thoughts and emotions are guiding you. You know, it allows you to take control of your actions so you can make the necessary changes to get the outcomes you desire. Now, everyone should aspire to have a growth mindset. Now, there are two different kinds of mindsets. You have a growth mindset and you have a fixed mindset. Now, a growth mindset, you know, that means that you believe that your basic abilities and your intelligence um, have the ability to grow. And you think that it takes effort and hard work to get you there. Now, a person with a fixed mindset, they just think that, look, these are this is what I was born with and I just don't have it. So they kind of just think that, you know, I don't have to prove anything. Either I got it or I don't. And it kind of closes them off to, you know, exposing them to their potential because they just think like, look, this is just not my cup of tea. So I'm not going to, you know, go down that road. And now there are some things now you're not going to be 100 percent growth mindset. Now, we all have our things that, you know, we are going to be fixed about that. We have our ways. So you want to have a little bit of fixed mindset in there, too. But your growth mindset should be what's, you know, 
um, taking over the most of your mind. Like, for example, if you have a growth, like, for example, let's say that you um, are not a good test taker. Um, somebody with a fixed mindset would just say, look, I just can't, I just don't take tests. Like, that's just not my, my thing. You know, they just have already set in their mind that this is just something that they're not good at. A person with a growth mindset would say, okay, I don't know how to take tests, but I'm going to, you know, take some time out to practice and see how I can get better. So they're willing to give themselves a more chance, which leads to more exposure and, you know, more opportunities. But when you have a fixed mindset, you know, um... You're just closing it off. Like, that's for me, for example, like, um, I started skating, and I always, you know, I couldn't skate, so I didn't just say, you know, when people ask me, you know, can you skate? And I'd just be like, nah, I can't skate, like, it's just not for me. So what I did was, me having a growth mindset, I just said, you know what, I'm going to get me a pair of skates, and I'm going to cascade every Wednesday, and I'm going out there to practice. And eventually, I got better at skating, like, you know, I can do some back, some back skating, backward skating, you know, I got my little turn on point with my little cross, you know, you cross some legs at the turn, I got that down pack, now, I mean, I ain't roll bounce and, you know, ATL yet, but, you know, I, you know, I made progress, and that's, you know, that's what it's about, and I think also when you focus on yourself, you know, I think you have to appreciate, you know, the process, and I think a lot of people just look at the end game of, you know, your accomplishment, but you have to appreciate those small wins, in your life, you know, appreciate the process because that's what's most important. So it all is about, you know, your mindset. And, you know, hey, there's research proving that, you know, a positive mindset will lead to greater outcomes. So at the end of the day, you know, when you mind your business and develop a grown mindset, you know, good things will hopefully come to you. So we have reached the wrap up part of today's podcast and I hope you guys enjoyed um, the different perspectives and um, about the different mindsets and learn about self-awareness and, you know, the benefits of focusing on yourself. Um, so before we uh, end today's episode, I want to leave you with three tips to uh, become more self-aware. Um, and, you know, there are plenty of different ways that you can build your self-awareness. But I thought that these three were um, great to start with. So the first thing that you can do to cultivate some self-awareness is practice meditation. Now, I meditate personally myself. And um, how I meditate is uh, I use the Headspace app. And, you know, you guys have iPhones, so go ahead and download that app um, if you would like to. But... When you think of meditation, you know, it doesn't have to be so serious and so complicated. And what you do is, like, you um, sit still for about 10 minutes or however long you think that you need to meditate. And you really get a chance to focus on your breathing. And it's a good, you know, um, exercise to observe your thoughts. So you keep your mind still, focus on your breathing. And then what's going to happen is, you know, all these thoughts are just going to start running through your head. And that's a part of the process. And all you have to do is be patient and let the thoughts pass. And what's that going to, you know, teach you is going to teach you that, you know, there's is this is about taking control of your thoughts. So meditation is a good way to process the things in your head, you know, to um, build more self-awareness about the things you do think about. Um, the second one, if you're more of a tactile person, 
um, you can keep a journal. And, you know, um, a journaling is a great way to, you know, get in tune with your feelings. Um, and you can write down your goals, your plans, your priorities. And sometimes you don't even need to write down those things. You can just write down anything that you want to write. And it don't have to be related to goals. Um, just recording your thoughts, you know, on paper helps to relieve, you know, your mind of those ideas and it clears up space for new information. So when you're journaling, you know, it's a chance for you to reflect and writing is not going to be the main focus when you're journaling. So, you know, don't be a, you know, a fixed mindset or a pessimist, you know, saying, oh my God, I don't like to write, you know, so, so, you know, have an optimistic, you know, mindset, (laughs) but, you know, um, so write what you have to, you know, and then um, read it and reflect, you know, in a different state of mind. So that way you can see, like, you know, what you wrote down, what you were feeling at that moment. And you'll be surprised if you're like, oh, my God, I was feeling like this. Or, you know, you actually get to see that feeling, you know, on the paper. Um, so, you know, some good examples of something that you can do for journaling. You can write down three things in the morning when you wake up, three, write down three things that are bothering you. And then three things that you are grateful for. And also write down, you know, something that you have to accomplish, you know, for the day. So you go throughout your day. And then at the end of the day, before you go to sleep or, you know, something, or you got some downtime, you know, write, you know, get some, write something that, you know, how you was feeling today, just a chance to vent. And then also, you know, um, on a, on the weekend, you know, or when you got your day off, you know, take some time off to read it, you know, and just look at your patterns and behavior. And, you know, you'll be able to measure it because anything that you can measure, you can improve. So you get to see some patterns and some behaviors that you can change. Now, if you are more of a uh, social person, my last strategy for cultivating self-awareness would be to, you know, get some trusted friends or colleagues and ask them to describe you. And, you know, you want to see how, you know, you want to know what people think of you. So listen to their feedback about what they say and encourage them to be very honest and, you know, describe you, you know, to the core and just let them know that, you know, this is perfectly okay. You're going to be comfortable with being honest and critical and objective, you know, of who you are. Um, And what's this going to do is, you know, as you start to ask, you know, your friends and people that you trust and value, if you see certain behaviors start to overlap, then this is a fact about you. Now, also pay attention to those things that they said about you um, that, you know, not everyone said, because those could be things that those people feel about you. um, But they feel like, you know, it may not be a major trait for you. So if you want to get, you know, some qualities, think about some qualities for yourself. Get some friends, you know, talk to you, you know, don't curse them out when they tell you like, you know, your ass selfish, like you don't never give me nothing or, you know. Just be like, okay, I'll try to, you know, as you start to hear some stuff and you see like a lot of people, you know, if you think you're a good listener and then, you know, somebody say, well, I feel like you don't be listening to half the shit I'll be saying, then you may want to consider, you know, that you might not be a good listener. So those are three of my tips to help you cultivate self-awareness. And I'm going to leave you with my inspirational quote. And the quote is, to be aware of a single shortcoming within oneself is more useful than to be aware of a thousand in somebody else. Mm. To be aware of a single shortcoming within oneself is more useful than to be aware of a thousand in somebody else. So I'm going to leave you guys with that quote. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. I am going to enjoy mine. Um... 
going to be looking at what episode to do next. I can't wait to talk with you guys. I'm going to be on my Nintendo Switch. So if you got a Switch, you know, hit me up on Smash Brothers. I've been neglecting my PS4. So I feel kind of bad. But, hey, it's all about balance. So um, peace and love, my friends. Until next time.